0: This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks Show Number Six Hundred, woohoo! With Tony Rayner, recorded on February Fifteenth, Twenty Twenty Four. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the average studios here in a beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska. I think we're expecting some snow tomorrow. I don't know if that's false winter or if we had false spring. I don't know. But we'll post the show with some world-class show notes out at TV. Big thanks to Bob and Ryan, who I forgot last week I said, big thanks to Christian. And we'd actually had Bob and Ryan uh, the week before. So big thanks to Bob and Ryan who joined me two or three weeks ago, whatever. And then last week, Marv B was on. And a big thanks to him as well. If you haven't caught up on those episodes, uh, Bob and Ryan talked about uh, CES and Marv B. And Tony, I'm going to ask you the same question, too, before we get started with, well, Mm -hmm. in the show, can you have too many, too many gadgets? So hold that thought. Just get ready for that answer. Can You Have Too Many Gadgets? I asked that tomorrow if We talked about it. Go listen to that show. Big thanks to our Patreon subscribers. If you haven't joined us there yet, you can still do that, theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon. We got a $5 plan. One month or whatever you want to do is fine with me. And uh, a big, big thanks to those who joined us there. I mentioned Tony is with us. Tony Rainer is here. Tony, always great to have you on the show. Welcome back.
1: Well, oh, thank you so much, Jim. And I'll definitely talk on that question that you just asked a while ago.
0: Yeah don't don't answer it yet. I got a couple other questions before. Yeah, we do. sure. One is, uh, did you have you listened to Home Gadget Geeks from from episode one? No,
1: I, it was very early on, but I don't think episode one. Okay.
0: Did you were you a home server show guy first? Yeah, yeah, and then so you listened. So you were listening a long time ago, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and then at some point joined us over here on Home Gadget Geeks. You've yeah. been listening for a while.
1: Yeah, that entertainment two point yeah, Home Gadget Geeks, you know, all yeah. all the shows.
0: Do you do you um send the entertainment Josh and and Richard, do you send them emails? got email questions from time to time. Do you ever do that?
1: Uh I think I have a time or two. Okay. But yeah, not too
0: much. You and John Biggs are the same person, or at least I'm I think that's true. <laughs> John, I I hear emails from John on that show, so I thought maybe that was you, but that's okay. We'll get that. Uh, we'll get that kind of figured out. You're coming in. Um, you're using that DJI Pocket Three as a webcam, right? Uh, 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 tonight? Yeah, I am. I am. How's that working? How's that looking? Here, let me. Yeah, let me actually,
1: okay. Go ahead.
0: No, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a big screen so folks can see you there.
1: No, um, I actually have a standard webcam, at Logitech that I really bought not too long ago. And I was comparing the two, and the DJI Pocket Three it actually looks a lot better.
0: Yeah. Is it? Do you feel like it? Is it taking any more resources? Is it? Is it? I'm I'm assuming it's just plugged in USB. And how mm-hmm. do you have it mounted? Like, is it on a tripod, or what? What did you do to mount it?
1: Let's see. I'll show you in a second.
0: Ed bought that camera, so you he's see it got, now. Okay. Yeah, we see you again. Oh, oh there oh. we go.
1: See, it's actually on the tripod that actually comes with it. I have the long handle mount and the tripod that's included in the creator combo that he talked about. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, and you're right. I have the uh, the Mac Studio and uh, I have a basically a dock and just plug it right in the front and it, hey, it recognizes it. Hey, do you want to use this webcam? Picked it right up and there you go.
0: It's the stabilization on that thing is incredible. As you were moving it around, you could see it stabilizing the picture so that even when you mm-hmm. set it down, mm-hmm. you slowly came in, like it slowly brought you instead of it just like like a you know jerking you into focus, mm-hmm. it kind of just slid you right into focus. It looked, it looked really good. I I what what's the retail on those?
1: Uh I think it's five. Upper fives, if you just want kind of the standard kit, and if you want the greater combo kit, which, I mean, really, you should. It's got the Mic 2, has the extra, you know, battery handle with the larger battery, the case, and all the things. It's really a no-brainer, honestly. I think yeah. that's, with tax and everything, is right at 700
0: Okay. The lighting is much better. Flip back over to your, and, and sorry for our audio.
1: No, sorry. no, no. Uh, yeah, but flip
0: yeah. flip back over to your other camera really quick.
1: Oh yeah. I mean and, you see how dark it and this is a well lit room too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that is that coming off of a off a laptop cam or what's that? <laughs> oh, what, oh no, that's
1: what? that's that's a uh, standard Logitech webcam. Okay. A, okay. by, uh, at least
0: 720, if not more. Right, right. Flip it back then. Yeah, here we go. And yeah. And do you have did you turn the blur on or is it blurring the background for you?
1: Uh, you know what? I think it's actually through Chrome itself, maybe. Okay. But yeah, the one thing it does have, I think uh, I need to look into it. I've really just got this before our trip to Vegas. And I think it does have what called a product showcase setting. So when you kind of have you in a product, it actually keeps the product in focus more so than you.
0: Oh, I see it moving.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, well, yeah, well, it's so uh-huh. i have so i have so i have the act the uh-huh. active track on it's yeah. i mean this is basically a drone camera on a stick
0: yeah yeah
1: and so i turned on mm-hmm. the active track and the big right. deal with this you know if you have a standard um you know camera um tripod you put this on you can kind of walk back and forth in your scene and it'll follow you so uh-huh. you don't really need a quote camera person yeah
0: why why did you get it what what were what were you hoping to use it for
1: so um really a lot. <laughs> so my family, when we go on different trips, I obviously love to take pictures. I, I'm mm-hmm. actually trying to sort them on my Mac right now, which is just a, a disaster, even though this is media focused. I probably have 70 to hundred thousand pictures. Yeah. And whenever we go, man, I love to take pictures. And I'm probably up on Google maps to at least 1.3 billion views wow. on Google maps. Yeah. And I figured, you know, Hey, I'll have the little pocket three and it's just kind of low profile. You don't have to carry a quote big camera stabilization you know gimbal you know you can actually uh, very easily actually turn it around face you face forward and it just be kind of a run and gun kind of camera
0: oh, Tony why'd you start doing that the the Google Maps I mean what's the motivation there that's a lot you do a lot I mean you're you're up there that's a lot of views for for anybody in that what, what, well what, what well
1: well, up until about May, I was a- Android, you know, for life. Yeah. And one day, I take it a picture, and it just popped up. It said, "Hey, would you like to contribute this to um, Google Maps?" And it's actually kind of a running joke. My family's like, "Hey, you take a lot of pictures." I'm like, "Well, yes, I do." <laughs> because you don't. And so when it popped up, I'm like, "Sure, I'll contribute that." And it just—it's kind of a—it's just kind of—it's what we do now. We go out to eat, and they won't even touch their food until I take a picture. Yeah, people I know go. Hey, I went in the restaurant and I walked in the door and it popped up and there's a review by
0: you. (laughs) Does that does that for you? I mean, that's we we in our family we have this thing we call a Walter Mitty moment. I don't know if you ever watched Walter Mitty the movie. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where the the whole purpose it not the whole purpose, but part of one of the themes of the movie is to live in the moment, right? Do you ever feel like? taking all those pictures m- takes away from the moment. Like you're not present in it.
1: Well, now that you mention it, <laughs> <laughs> so my wife goes, I know you're going to go, you know, we went to see Adele and uh, at the Coliseum yeah. and you took the spear yeah. and she's, I know you're going to video all these you know, things. And I like, lo- okay, so I'm intentionally not trying to do so much filming like at Adele. Then later on, Oh God, that was so awesome. I wish you'd have videoed more. But partly what I do is, uh, you know, have the Google Hart smart home displays and have one in the kitchen and uh, have one in our uh, bedroom. And actually, as a camera display or a photo uh, display, whatever, I have one of my mother's. And so every once in a while, I'll sort through these photos and I'll kind of throw them on the display yeah. in a kind of an active folder so we can. Re- yeah, you walk in and you look, oh, you look at the display. So you kind of do relive those photos that say you take them and they're on your computer and you never look at them again.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I take them and rarely look at them every once in a while. Maybe I will thumb through lately. Most of mine have been cocktails or cigars. That's seemed or, or labels on the back of things that I couldn't read. (laughs) So you put the the mm -hmm. phone up to it so you can blow it up. Right. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, one of the other, you know, my mother-in-law, she just passed away a couple weeks ago, but, we would, we, the family would take pictures and then send them to her. She had a, you know, she had a picture frame, you know, one of those Mm -hmm. picture frames where you had an email address. So you could send pictures to it and then they'd show up for her. She loved that thing. You could be constantly updating it. We've a couple times, well, not on this show, but I think on Ask the Podcast Coach, my Saturday morning show, I think I've poo-pooed this idea of pictures because they don't last very long. One, they don't last very long from, from a family standpoint. The kids look like you'll take pictures and the kids will look at them for a while, but then they lose interest. Their kids certainly don't have any context with those pictures. And so they go pretty Mm -hmm. fast. But I think as I'm, as I see what you do, I wonder if there's, if most of the value is to enjoy those pictures in the first year or two or three or whatever, right, closer to the event, And you're saying, what I hear you saying is, take them, put them on a device where we can see them all the time and enjoy Mm -hmm. them that way. Mm -hmm. And to me, that makes a little more sense than, we're going down a Saturday, I'm going down to Kansas City, and we're um, going through boxes of pictures that Sarah's mom had. And Mm -hmm. we're going to divide them up and whatever, those kinds of things. So as opposed to that, where you're looking at them 30, 40, or 50 years later, I don't know. Does that, any thoughts? I mean, certainly it seems like you guys are enjoying some, a lot of those pictures you're taking uh, close to the time you took them. Is that, mm-hmm. do you think that's accurate? Yeah. Well, another
1: thing, you know, is one of the few Amazon Prime benefits left is you get free photo backup. Yeah. And you can actually get a digest email every day of all the pictures from that day, that actual literal day in time for all the years you store pictures. And you can scroll quickly through them and, you know, you kind of share them out. So I actually do, Google does the same thing. And so I do relive those pictures quite often. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I would need, right? Is I would need them shared out on a screen almost on a dedicated screen that I could sit there and look at for a while. You know, Mm -hmm. I do, we get the Facebook memories, you know, from time Mm -hmm. to time. 10 years ago, ago, when I took the current job that I have now, I really stopped posting on Facebook for the most part, like personal things. Mm -hmm. There's a few that I do, but for work related reasons, I stopped doing it. So all my Facebook memories are like seven or eight or 10 or 15 years ago. There's very few that are. You know, every once in a while, we put the, I throw the kids up there or whatever and share, share, or somebody will share me in a memory. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe that's, maybe I need to do a better job. We've got all these Echo devices around here. I'm pretty sure I could probably throw them in a, in a folder. You just mentioned, though, how do you manage all those photos? I mean, there's so many of them. And, and <laughs> you take so many, does it matter if you get them all? So I will briefly describe my
1: process to you. And here's another thing is uh, if you have actually Apple TV, I think you can use all your pictures as a backdrop or a kind of screensaver on there. So, you know, uh, what is it? uh, Last May, moved over to iPhone. I was on Android and we were having just one heck of a time with messaging working correctly. You know, the kids got phones. They had to be iPhones. My wife was still on Android with me, but the messages just wouldn't work between the two correctly. And eventually got so frustrating. I got an iPhone. I'm still suffering with it. It's it's fine. I don't like it as good as Android, but at least the messages work. So my process is convoluted as it is. <laughs> I'll t- I'll take a picture. I actually don't use um, i uh, iCloud Sync, Believe it or not, and I have uh, so each picture on the phone will ap- upload to Google Photos. It'll upload to Amazon uh, Photos, whatever their thing is, and I have an app that syncs it to Google drive. That Google drive folder is monitored by a folder on windows PC where Picasso will then sense it. <laughs> and I can, and Picasso product that's been dead or unsupported now for what? Yeah.
0: 10 or 15, a, a long least, time. Yeah. At least.
1: Yeah. And so now I'm on Mac and, and that Apple photos one, it drives me insane. Use it sorts pictures by oldest to newest. So all your oldest pictures are at the top. It's just insane, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But and even on so on Mac, I what I just started using is Parallels to run Windows eleven, so I could yeah. use Picasa on yeah. Mac to sort my photos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and like say, and still, still have Amazon Drive and Google Drive oh and everything on it. Yeah, it's so yeah. convoluted, but oh, I mean, it's what works. you got to do. Yeah. You know, be, like say, because my pictures are my most important digital asset, more yeah. than anything.
0: Yeah. Have you always been a picture guy? I mean, have you always been a photographer, so to speak? What in the old days? What? How did that manifest itself before all this digital garbage?
1: <laughs> well, you remember you paid to develop every picture, yeah. whether it was good yeah. or not.
0: Right. Yeah. You yeah. did. You did that. So you had a lot of. Do you? Do you still have a lot of boxes of photos then in the house yeah. or? Digital, and that's, you make digital
1: You kind of alluded it to it earlier. You know, all the family, you're gonna divide the pictures up. But remember those yeah. pictures age, they fade. Yeah. And you know, I even got a hold of some of my mama's pictures. You know, you remember the kind of the photo albums and the kind of sticky pages.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah try yeah.
1: to try to open those pages up yeah. 20, 30, 40 years later.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I basically destroyed yeah. those trying to trying to scan yeah. those pictures in, and they were so terribly faded. So, I mm-hmm. mean, that's something to think about. Yeah. You can rely on, you know, your kind of, you know, your physical pictures, but they're going to be faded.
0: We, we must've had, my mom must've hidden. We never seen these, you know, but she passed away two years ago. Mm-hmm. We found boxes that I don't know why she hid them from us. Like, but we never seen these pictures before. Mm-hmm. And she was a very open book. It was the weirdest thing. So we pull all these boxes out and. It's the, it's the, uh, sh- the, the, afternoon after the funeral and for that day. And then the next day we were over at my brother's house and we're going through them. Right. And everybody's laughing and having a good time. And then my brother goes, okay, we're going to, we got to do something with these. Who's going to take them? And everybody looked at each other. I'm not taking them. Like, I don't <laughs> want them. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want the burden of, of keeping these things. And, you know, some of the pictures were like my great uncle Joe who I, I met when I was three. I don't remember. The picture itself means nothing to me. It meant something to my mom Mm because she knew my, you know, she, she knew him, but you're kind of like, well, okay, this kind of aged out. My kids won't even, it's not even a, it, they're like, this is junk, right? And so it ages out. Those pictures age out really, really fast in, in a lot of regards. And you, and you think, so, my brother was like, well, somebody's got to take these. I'm like, well, I'll take them and throw them away. And then he was like, no, 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 no. They have to be shredded. And I was like, do they? He's like, oh, yeah, this is like personal. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, he's not wrong, but yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see the need to necessarily take him to a shredder. So he boxed them up. And I think they could still be in his garage, to be honest. He may not have ever gotten them shredded. But I kind of wonder in now in the digital world, those things they're easier to get to. They might be harder to find because we have much more. We have many. Do you think you take how many more pictures do you think you take now than when you had to have them developed?
1: Oh God, a factor of a hundred, <laughs> if not a yeah. thousand. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you save everything? Absolutely. Do you ever delete? Do you ever go take a picture and then you are like, nah.
1: Nah. Yeah. So what well, you? Know, the thing about it is, I have pictures as I told you, you know, on Google on Amazon mm-hmm. on OneDrive. I had, you know, two JBODs. I got a NAS. I got the physical drive. I've got it, you know, back to, I mean, there were like seven or eight, you know, folders, you know? And so as you kind of sync them all across now, that's another thing, you know, these deduplication programs I've been running into you better watch out for those. There's one of the kind of more highly, I won't name the name, but more highly regarded programs. And I let it scan through. And we found like, yeah. Yeah, those are both pictures of airplanes, but they are not the same picture nor the oh. same airplane. Oh yeah, they're they're terrible. But there was one called Photo Sweeper, and it's kind of granular. You can go, hey, it has to be the same photo name or not, or the same, you know, kind of uh, format, or how close the picture has to be. You keep dialing it down until it starts making mistakes. And that picture actually was our program was really good because I was deleting. Multiple gigabytes of pictures. I had so many, you know, redundant copies.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Here's another thing. You know, you were talking about, you know, like who's Uncle Joe or whatever, whatever. You know, you have a lot of physical pictures. You're like, God, where was that? I don't know who was that. Hey, you put it in some of these programs, GPS coordinates. Right. So maybe that'll help you out. Yeah. Uh, and actually, plotted it on a map. And the other thing, you know, with the face scanning, that face scanning even still Picasso till this day, even though it's not really supported is, you know, kind of looking at the children from, ba- you know, babies up yep. through ad- adulthood, it's scary good. So you at least know, yeah. oh, that was so-and-so. This is where, so it really does help you where you don't have that on physical pictures.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It It's easier. You just have more of them, you know, than <laughs> you had before. Um, Yeah, it, it's a, uh, I think a lot of us have, well, let me ask you this question. If something were to happen to you, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can your Does your family know how to get to all those pictures? Like- no,
1: probably not. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so what we do, you know, my wife, oh, God, the other day, you know, it seems like Windows and all these programs want to kind of search the dark web you know, for your data. Yeah. Have you yeah, been yeah. seeing all that nowadays? Yeah, 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 and yeah. so we're kind of still stuck on LastPass, which is maybe a good or bad problem. I don't know With all the foibles they've had. Mm-hmm. So not long ago, I actually went through all my passwords. And this is where I found out like some websites can't delete your account. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's kind of bad. And I went through and every every one in general has like a 20 to 25 character, you know, symbol, password and so forth. The one that was actually a government website, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, you can't use more than a 12 character password. I'm like, am I the only one that sees a problem here? But yeah. I do share um, that kind of my last pass vault with her. Right, right. Yeah. So now when the dark web comes back in, I get this alert, like 92 alerts. Yeah. And I'm like, what in the world is this? Well, somehow my wife's accounts ended up in my last pass, and it's warned me about her. And I'm like, friend, <laughs> and I no. already told her, I said you can't use these same passwords. Well, I only do the ones that are really important. No, you yeah, have to change yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. It is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you
1: have you have the tools. Yeah,
0: she does. She does. Do you think, okay, so you're posting all these pictures to Google and, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't know if you guys do Facebook or Twitter. I know you're posting some pictures on Twitter uh, Mm -hmm. as well. Do you think, like, yes, you have a repository, right? But that's dependent on you. Mm -hmm. You, When you go, it's kind of questionable. Most of the family will probably be like, just delete them. Like, we don't need them anymore. We'll take a couple, right? But you've posted so many to public websites. Do you, mm-hmm. do you think your photo legacy actually has a better chance of surviving in Google Maps than it does with your family?
1: Well, and that's the other thing. Like you said, you know, some of these places you just try to post like the best ones. Yeah. Instagram, you know, Facebook, like you said, you know, Google Maps, YouTube. You know, so I don't really do quite as much video but at least there is a backup of some of the better ones, you know, on there. And my wife, she may care about that, you know, but even the kids, like you said, they're not going to care. They'll never look to this, but at least I will be able to, while I'm still alive and I can talk, Oh, Hey, look at this picture of you as a baby in a diaper. And they're like, Oh, dad, don't do that.
0: (laughs) They'll delete it. This is the first chance they get. Exactly. (laughs) It's out of here. Yeah. No. And, and, you know, whether how, regardless of how you feel about it, Facebook is one of those places. We all share a lot of photos on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, but mm-hmm. uh, my kids post a lot of pictures to Facebook. We, they probably post more to Snapchat than anything else. Now, those don't live very long, mm-hmm. they kind of mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. and go pretty quickly, which is okay, I guess, in some regards. Um, I do see some of their things popping up on Instagram uh, where I, where I follow them. Um, Mm -hmm. as well. It's, it is kind of funny. I don't use Instagram very much, but then I see all my kids' photos and I'm like, oh, I guess they used Instagram a little more than I thought, Mm -hmm. than I thought Mm -hmm. they did. Right. You got to kind of wonder those triggering systems. And I think Google, and you probably get a ton of these, they'll do a, hey, here's a year in review. Here's, they'll put a little, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll put a little montage right together Mm -hmm. for you. Do you get, do you get all those from the services at the end of the year? Like, Here's one of the things, you know,
1: is I have the uh, the Google One, you know, subscription, you know, two terabytes. Yeah. But they'll uh, they'll take, you know, like you said, do different montages. They'll, you know, make a daily digest. They'll even, uh, like, uh, what is it? where you kind of blur out the color in the background. They'll send you those kind of special. They'll make panoramas. They'll kind of send you that. Um, there's another one. I forgot what it's called. But basically, they'll make a motion picture out of a steel picture for you. So there's kind of some little, you know, add on to that.
0: You wonder, do you think they'll start using some of those AI tools to create different, you know, more animations or more things out of them? Or are you seeing, you seeing any of that already?
1: Oh yeah. I think like say that motion from a still picture, that's already got to be some of that. Yeah. 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 I didn't tell you how I won Valentine's Day, Jim? Mm -mm, No. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was listening to a podcast that's not yours.
0: Oh, they, that's okay.
1: And they were talking about a um, a service called Songfinch, F-I-N-C-H, like the bird. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how he had. Have you heard of it before? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So what it is, you go and you kind of pick the, you kind of pick the uh, kind of the genre of music that you're interested in, and you can listen. You only pick the artists, and then you'll go through a series of questions, and you'll answer and provide the details, and then they will make a customized song for you. Oh. So for Valentine's Day, I talked about, you know, my wife, the years we've been together, the kids, everything we've gone through. And I took all these pictures, you know, for now the last 20 years. And I went into Google Photos and I searched for my wife by name. And then I picked all the pictures and down to probably about the 50 best ones over the course of, you know, 20 something years. And then I put that and I made a slideshow with that song as the background music. And so I was at work yesterday and I sent it to her. She's like, you know, she starts, she goes, Oh, how cute Valentine's Day. You know, he made me a slideshow. How original, you know, all of a sudden she's like, wait a minute. That's my, <laughs> that's my name. Wait a minute. Those are our kids' names Then she realized that I had had her a song commission. Oh, right. <laughs> and then I, she goes, I, she goes, well, I guess you don't want that balloon and card anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we, we have, we'll celebrate 35 years this, uh, what day is it? Uh, the 24th uh-huh. here coming up. We always skip Valentine's day cause our, our, um, anniversary is so close. I think it's Saturday. And, um, so uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, she's in the other room. So I have to be kind of quiet. Maybe <laughs> I'll, uh, maybe I'll, I'll do a customized song for her and play Let's it see. for on, cause we're going out, we've got reservations already set and we're going out to going to, going out for drinks and then dinner. And then we may do a wine bar after that together or something along those lines. But yeah, maybe I could play this custom song for her. Yeah, the, I think uh, it was
1: close to 10 days to two weeks. You need to allow. so. Oh,
0: I better get busy after. Okay, yeah, I got a yeah. Song Finch F F I N C H all one yeah, word. Songfinch.com. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to check it out. Yeah, I, that was, it I
1: thought down. it was pretty cool, and and of course they have the add-ons. They can take your um your lyrics and make them into different graphics, like in the uh, the shape of an LP or a poem or so oh, forth. Nice. Yeah, all kinds of things. The you know, digital greeting card, all these little add-ons. It's
0: pretty cool. Well, that is cool. On the website, there's all kinds of people crying and hugging each other. So <laughs> <laughs> did that did that happen when you played the? you played the custom song it was her crying and hugging
1: well so she knows just regret. I'm a, Well, i'm a man of few emotions sometimes so ashley sent her the link while i was at work so she didn't have to cry in front of me or anything. oh nice that is nice
0: of you that is oh nice. gosh well that's a cool i mean to tie that all in as we think you know that is to have access to some of those pictures over the years to be able to bring in to give it to you mm-hmm, for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that that does make a difference. I, I think for me, uh, Facebook is my repository of pictures. If I want to go grab one, you know, I'll go and hunt through my kids' pictures or, or my, or my wife's pictures. Um, I post a few, I just don't post as many as I used to. And, um, and so I'll go hunt for those pictures there because I know they care mm-hmm. and they get some really good, my son, uh, we were doing, a um, Uh, we were doing a birthday party last Saturday and we did a big fire pit. And so he was taking some epic pictures of the, of the fire pit and cigars and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, they're, they're super artsy. My pictures are just kind of terrible, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, I look at yours and I'm like, man, those are awesome. And I, everything I do is just terrible. So I, I think I'm going to live my life, through other people's pictures if that's Mm -hmm. okay is that okay can i live my life through your pictures (laughs) yeah
1: yeah and the way i look
0: at it really is
1: i'm not a photographer i'm a picture taker because what the picture does is it reminds me of the experience
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah oh hey can you remember when we did so and so we went to so and so when i see those pictures i remember the experience
0: yeah yeah. For my no, wife's right. case, all
1: she, all she remembers is that Chevy Tahoe that we rented last summer in Colorado, and she wants one.
0: <laughs> That's what she remembers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I although because I don't take a lot of pictures, I am, I, I do live a lot of those Walter Biddy moments where I'm just there, just kind of take it in. the The other thing uh, I need to learn, I need to do that better. I get, you know, I get it with trips like that, like you were in Vegas recently, and you went to the Sphere, and you did the Coliseum. In- Coliseum? Is that the right mm-hmm. one? Is that Okay. Mm-hmm. I get super anxious before those kinds of events because there's people. I know this sounds weird. Like I'm a podcaster. I podcast to thousands of people, hundreds of people every week, May- maybe thousands if you could include my work stuff. But when I get around crowds, I get super anxious. Where you were at at the, in the sphere, I mean, talk about technology, holy mm. buckets, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I get anxious getting in there, getting to my seat, fighting traffic to get there, you know, some of those kinds of things. And uh, I think I need to learn to let some of that go, you know, because I just get super anxious before I get there. And then it's tough for me to take pictures or be in the moment just because I have some anxiety around. Do you, do you get when you're... Well, first of all, you're up at the top, right? And that thing's Mm -hmm. super steep. Do you get anxious Mm -hmm. at all in the heights? You afraid of heights in there at all? (laughs) Well,
1: John Biggs knows about the only thing I'm afraid of is snakes. That's kind of the running joke. Oh my (laughs) God. I was never afraid of them until one fell on me. And ever since then. I'm like I'm out.
0: <laughs> you're you're like a, a, a modern day Indiana Jones. Then. yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So
1: there's yeah. a thing the other day. Would you, you know, would you face your you know worst fear for a million dollars? Uh no, I would not get yeah. in a pit of snakes for a million dollars. Yeah, well,
0: that's but the thing they about viprous, they'd be. I'd be well,
1: the thing about the spear? We actually stayed at Venetian, which is connected to the spear, literally connected to it. And you walk down the hallway, and they process the people through really quickly. And it's really like any other stadium. You kind of, you know, kind of come through and it opens up and you're kind of in your only little, your own little seating area really wasn't that claustrophobic at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I get, I, yeah, I got to figure out how to get, when I'm in those kinds of situations, I worry about being late or being in crowds or not being able to get out of where I'm at. Right. And none Mm -hmm. of those Mm -hmm. things, those are all irrational, you know. Um, you're going to be fine. I'm going to, we got there on time, you know, so I just, I got to work on that because it kind of ruins the, even in the moment you're doing these kinds of things, it kind of ruins it for me. So I got to figure it out. Brian says, uh, there certainly seems to be a, a a need to balance of enjoying the moment and preserving it via photos. Tony, do you think like, do you feel like your, your photo taking takes away from that or adds to it?
1: Well, that like I say that's obviously a thing. You go to the concert and all you see are you kind of cell phones out everywhere. Yes, so you, yeah, know, you yeah. take a you know, take a short you know like one or you know some of the most important songs, maybe a quick picture, you yeah. know, so forth. And that's kind of part of the you know, between the cell phone and the pocket three it's kind of running gun. Oh, I'll snap a picture, just keep going. You don't have time to set up a you know quote yeah. real camera tripod. My family we're on vacation, they'll just leave me. So I don't have time to do it. <laughs> I mean, Lily, I'm like, hey, where'd you go? Where'd you go? <laughs> I don't have time for that. I'm trying so to take just, pictures here. It's just a quick photo go, quick photo go, you know. So it did you use
0: did you use your pocket three in Vegas? I did some,
1: but okay. even that was almost not quite fast enough, you know, because I was wow. still trying to learn it and everything. Yeah. And because I had it action two, um, the uh um, one of their like say the DJI action camps, the screen's a bit smaller. So this has a full one inch sensor. It has the bigger screen. So everything's actually easier to see and chase the settings and so forth. So that should help for that part. And like I say, one thing about this is that I thought the actual image stabilization would be a little better. There's, they talk about, they talk about it about the, because, you know, it basically being on the drone, basically a drone camera. And I thought that part would be a lot better. And it's actually pretty decent, but if you are kind of walking fairly normally, they said you might get a kind of little kind of vertical bob. They said what you need to do is called a ninja walk. And you kind of crouch down and you walk very slowly, purposely. I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I am over mm. six feet, one inch, whatever to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am not a ninja.
0: <laughs> no, no, it would be hilarious to have that on a gimbal, though. So the gimbal would take out the walking motion and then the mm-hmm. stabilization mm-hmm. on the on the uh on the camera would would make that I, I don't know i the pictures i saw but were pretty great it it's pretty amazing how you just flip it out and it's on you know oh yeah yeah flip that screen it's on instantly and you can start is that pretty true to life is that you can just boom and it's ready to go
1: i think what they do is the first time you truly you know turn it on it takes a couple of seconds whatever and then it kind of probably goes more into sleep. So when you flip it the next time, it doesn't have as far to wake up. But it is pretty quick, much you know, quicker and easier to use and so forth than you know a standard camera or even a cell phone for video. Because it will do photos, but it's much more a, a video device.
0: Mm-hmm. Did um, Did you find the battery life pretty reasonable for you using it? During, you know for events and stuff would it last all day if you were using it that way no
1: or? I, I, th- I want to say because it like I say I had the creator combo it comes with the uh, the add-on battery in the the pocket itself um you know without the extent because it does come with the actual little extension mm-hmm. and that in the pocket is reasonable but just as far as being comfortable in the hand the actual battery handle which is probably you know probably twice that, much more comfortable hold and you'll probably get, I don't know, an hour and a half or so of video out of it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And it, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I said you can actually charge it, you know, like a battery pack, you know, close right in and charge it up fairly quickly too.
0: You said though, it's a better video camera than a still, than a still. Did you try taking still photos with it or do you only do video?
1: I think I really only did videos with it. We we're kind of in the Venetian, you know, the faux gondoliers, you know, going through the canal and the shopping center, basically <laughs> trying to capture some of those. And the yeah. main thing about it, you know, is uh, some of the, um, I remember what I was using. That was really only horizontal photos. Whereas this can do actually vertical too. And so much of like Instagram and, you know, TikTok yeah. and so forth is you know, vertically oriented nowadays. So you have that option too.
0: Yeah. Did, um, did you find, like, so you're using it now. I'm assuming as a webcam, it's also charging while you're using it. Is mm-hmm. that right? So it's mm-hmm. the, it's not, it's one of those kinds of things. The gimbal on it, can you see it? Like you've moved around. Do you see it moving or is that software inside? No, no. You, the sensor's you, pretty big,
1: right? No, yeah. You, it's a one-inch sensor. No, you can definitely see the actual head. Like say when, if you, like say I turned trap back on, As I move, you know, you can watch the actual head follow you. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, it's real good. And you watch some of the videos, like, like said, you know, you have it on a tripod and you're out, you know, wherever in the environment or you're at a trade show, you know, and it'll follow you. It can lose you, but it's still pretty good.
0: Do you have it in front of the screen at this point? Is it in front of your screen? So you, cause you kind of look like you're looking at me. Not exactly. But you are looking straight ahead. So I'm assuming you have it in front of the screen.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. I have it actually propped up on a box about four inches tall. So it kind (laughs) of more head level.
0: No, right on. Right on. Yeah, here it wouldn't be, if I was doing it on my desk, I would need to get it up, you know, some, some distance so that it would be in, because I would want to put it like a teleprompter right in front of the, you know, right in front. They have these cameras I've been seeing. I've been getting a lot of ads for them where you, you know, it's got an arm on it and that you put the device on top of your monitor and then the arm swings down Mm -hmm. and the cameras on there, super small, same size as a regular webcam, but Mm -hmm. uh, gets the camera in front of the picture. Do you think, like, as you think about, well, and maybe not in what you do, but do you think that'd get in the way if you had this arm hanging down in a camera, Mm -hmm. just so it makes it look like you're looking at the person, would that make any difference for you?
1: Well, the thing about this one, I haven't done it. Like I said, I've only had it for like a week or two, but I think you can lock the gimbal so you could get it in just the right position and lock the gimbal. So it doesn't move. So you can maybe you'd have it up above you pointed at the right angle down on you.
0: Do you think it's important though? Like, so when you're having a video conference with somebody, if they're not looking at you directly versus, you know, like, so my camera is right here. So this is me mm-hmm. looking into my camera. This is me looking at us, <laughs> Right? Does it bother you? Are you less engaged? There's a big sales pitch. You know, <laughs> look at the person that you're talking to. Does that matter to you? Does it? Are yes, you less yes, engaged? it, yes, it, yes, really? it does. Does it?
1: Yeah. Does it? Yeah. I don't mind if you look away some, but if even if we're virtual, I still kind of want you to be relatively looking at me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it, that I think that is the what I'm kind of hoping for at some point is AI or it's really not AI, right? It's just. The digital, you know, they'll be able to to make me look like I'm looking at you or looking at the camera, even though I'm not in real time. You know, it's processing, changing where my eyes are looking, and sometimes <laughs> that might be a little creepy if your head is turning like this, <laughs> <and> your, <laughs> your eyes, your eyes are still going forward. <laughs> that, that would a, be creepy, a little creepy, wouldn't it? Be a little creepy, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. it's uh. I don't know. Any other thoughts on that? No. um, Like
1: say it's this device, it's probably maybe an inch and a half wide. So even I have, you know, like the chat panel and I have, you know, the video panel. And it's kind of right between the two of them. It really doesn't get in my way, honestly. I could easily interact with both.
0: Well, I, I went in. I got new glasses coming. So I went in for the eye. Boy, I tell you what. There's some technology now in an eye exam that you, and it's not like it just all of a sudden appeared. But they literally, he just sits at the desk now and it's like one or two and they're just pushing buttons and that thing's automatically. Remember in the old days when they'd be flipping through the, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's all digital. It's like, (laughs) I always get worried that I'm going to fail the test. You know, I'm like, I'm going to get wrong glasses because I gave them the wrong answer, you know, kind of thing. Um. But they, but he, he was trying to, I was, you know, I was getting the glaucoma test right there looking, they're looking, mm-hmm. they're looking yeah. at him as, and he's having to hold my eyes because my eyes are so, like, my eyelids are so fat that they kind of <laughs> cover up my eye a little bit. So maybe that benefits me when I'm doing this. You really can't, I kind of squint, so you really can't see where I'm looking. Maybe that's a benefit and mm-hmm. not, uh, not, not a distractor. Have you, uh, yeah, that, the eye appointments are completely different than they used to be when they go in. They wanted to take a digital scan of my retina for the cataracts and glaucoma and some of those other things. They were Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we can just do a digital scan and not, you know, shine the sun into your eyes. Have you had that? Have you had that test done recently where they dilate your eyes and they shine the sun into them?
1: It was about a year ago, but my uh, ophthalmologist has been in practice for a long time, so he still does. Yeah, the switching of all the things. He's oh, not. He's not high tech.
0: He hasn't. He hasn't gone the way of high tech. We use a Shopco uh, optical, which Shopco was like Walmart, but they got they they eventually closed down. The optical division has stayed open. When we talk about inflation, so I bought new glasses. I have to get the extra um, indexed ones because my vision is so bad. And then I get trifocals, and I get the clear coat, and I get the, you know, because I'm looking at screens, I get the blue filter, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Six hundred and fifty bucks mm-hmm. for, for new glasses. Yeah, I'm surprised
1: they're that cheap. Honestly,
0: oh wow. Okay, maybe I don't feel so bad after paying. After paying yeah. that, I was like, it's that's brutal. Yeah, I remember so any- in at two hundred.
1: <laughs> Any thought on the Vision Pro in your line of work, the Apple Vision Pro?
0: Uh, Yeah, that w- wouldn't be a bad... Do you know, can that correct for... See, this would be the thing is if I could get a pair of uh, VR that would correct where the lenses on the inside could correct for me. Today, I've got to wear glasses in them, like the MetaQuest 2, which I have, which I bought last year. It won't... I can't do it without glasses on. I have to put... You know, I have to put them over my glasses. They won't correct. But if we could, and eventually, I imagine eventually they'll get to that point where they'll be able to self-correct. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. the uh, th- That same podcast that isn't yours that I was listening to, they were yeah. talking about the Vision Pro this week. And some people were able to get their glasses inside of it. But I think there mm-hmm. is some kind of insert that would mm-hmm. correct. It's not digital correction. I think it's actual physical device. No, I
0: can buy. Yeah, I can buy inserts. When I was in the military, we used to, I used to have inserts for my gas mask. So you would get your glasses and then you could get an inserts that would go in the gas mask. And then that way, when you had it on, you could actually see. Now, I n- never actually wore that thing for longer than, you know, 35 or 40 seconds. Thank goodness. Right? Thank goodness. <laughs> but I imagine for, I think for these VR devices, you can get inserts that go in. I just don't know if I want to pay another $200 for something I'm not going to use. You know, I guess if I was using it all the time, maybe. What was your yeah. MOS in the military? 52 Delta power What's generation, that? power generation would, equipment repair. Yeah. I was reserved
1: 10 years, but it's 11 Bravo. Oh. So, so, so 11 bang, bang. So definitely wore yeah. gas masks more than 30 minutes yeah, or 30 no, seconds. We never, yeah.
0: We never, <laughs> we never wore them very long oh, God. When, I, when I was doing it. When I was oh, doing God. it, um, Let's see what else. Oh, you had uh, switched to switch topics here. You've had a phone dilemma. You've alerted, you know, you've talked about this a few times while we've been talking. It sounds like you've landed on the iPhone, but give me a little bit. Like, let's go back a little bit because you <laughs> didn't you try the fold and didn't you have some problems with it and some? Oh we well, don't know. want to bash anybody, but but no, no, I mean, no just no. talk. How how'd you get how'd that all fare out for you?
1: So uh, it kind of began. I had the Note 20 Ultra and i saw the foldable phones. This was a few years back. And, you know, Samsung had some pretty great trade in values. And so I was like, hey, and I ended up with a Fold 3 and that had a fatal firmware error had to be replaced. And then it came around again a year later and I bought the Fold 4 and then that had a uh, dead pixel uh, on the inner screen and that had to be replaced and then i had something else go wrong and i said well instead of sending it to samsung cuz i had a lot of trouble with them and i think it's really their sh- well trouble with them but also the shipper as in oh we got your trade in the box was empty oh we know you ordered this new phone but um yeah we can't seem to find it <laughs> oh i mean like just terrible issues with the purple white and I think maybe orange shipper, if you know who I'm right. talking about. Yeah, I do. I do. Have yeah. an arrow. Just, just horrific. And finally, you know, the, uh, so when the, the local, um, kind of fix it place, could not fix it after like six to 10 different tries there, the back panel wouldn't, uh, seat correctly. So I finally sent it into Samsung. It's still under warranty, you know, so they actually got it right. And I said, well, you know what? I'm on iPhone now time is time is to, you know, good time to sell this thing. So put it up on eBay and you're talking about a a really a newly conditioned phone, you know, two watches, S pens, you know, the kind of the digital pen, all kinds of stuff. Probably brand new $3,000. Yeah. 700 bucks. Uh, and yeah. then they didn't pay me. So I put it back up again. Didn't even meet, meet the $600, mm, you know, minimum. minimum. Mm. And all the while eBay is just tearing you alive with fees. Yeah. And yeah. so this time it didn't sell like, you know what, before I get just a little bit of money and have to pay eBay all these fees again and get that, you know, uh notice from Uncle Sam out owing oh, money on that phone. I'm just gonna keep it. I just let it sit on the floor, you know, before I pay all these monies to basically give mm-hmm. something away. Right. So that's where we sit right now. Foldable phone is kind of still over there, but you know, the uh the customer service, the shipping, just terrible.
0: Tell me about the foldable phone experience. What were you hoping for and and did it okay besides the problems that you had. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> what did, okay cuz did, did from a from a concept phone of being able to have this phone that's closed, open it up and it's one giant screen. Is that a good experience or is that not again, not taking like say the tech worked? Mm-hmm. And it did, you weren't having the problems with it.
1: No, the, the tech actually did work. Um, right. You know, it was kind of the reliability, you yeah. know, uh, you know, dead pixel. I mean, it's a big screen. It folds. You got to expect issues, but I actually love the experience because you need to think about it. You know, how much are you going to spend on phone? How much you're going to spend on a tablet and so forth, you know, and that, you got it all on one device. The camera was reasonable. You know, the battery was Okay. But, you know, you're thinking about, wow, you know, look, I have this you know, kind of phone, if you will. And then I can fold it in like. And so one of the big issues is on the Samsung, it's a little more tall and more narrow. And some people don't like that. But I'm like, hey, that's a lot more like a regular phone. Yeah. So, hey, I get in the Jeep. A,
0: that's a screen, right? That's also a screen on the front, yeah, yeah. right? So they have yeah. a half of a screen and then you open it up and it's a full screen, right? And it's a full screen. And so the good thing about it, the utility of it, I actually loved it you know, until
1: reliability got a prob- to be a problem because, hey, on my Jeep, you know, got the little mounting arms or whatever and the bracket, boom, put it up on the, the Jeep. You have navigation. You know, you, you're, you you know, you say you're at work and you got something you need to watch or whatever. You put it on a bracket, Continuum. you know, hey, there is you have a tablet. You need just a standard phone. There you go. You got a standard phone. Loved it in concept. Actually, it worked very well, but just ultimately because, the, you know, the reliability repairs and all that stuff. And then ultimately, it was the messaging issue where things kind of finally fell apart and went over to iPhone.
0: Well, messaging was you were trying to get messaging consistent for all your family's phones. Is that, is that correct?
1: Well, yeah, the kids are on iPhone and my wife, right. my wife and I were on actually some combination of like Samsung or Pixel. We were even both on Pixel at yeah. one time and the messages weren't going between us on Pixel and then yeah. wouldn't even go on iPhone. And finally, that's when I finally said, you know what? I'm out. But as the foldable concept, I re- actually loved it. So much utility in one device.
0: Do you think if you were to put the, the phone in your vehicle full time, this, mm-hmm. you got it there, right? Yeah. Would you, what, how good is that experience? Do you think to have the full, I mean, that's a pretty, if you, if you're in a car that, I mean, I have a 17 inch portrait screen mm-hmm. in my car. So I don't know if I need that much phone real estate. But in a vehicle that you're retrofitting that doesn't have it, that'd be a pretty great experience, right? To have that much real estate.
1: No, I mean, it's like, say, you know, since it's, you know, uh, you know, has cellular data and so forth, you're getting real time map data, you know. Um, oh, the other thing, flying my drone. Mm. You, know, you got a little, yeah. you know, you can you know, on your regular little tiny, you know, phone screen or you put it in the bracket over the you know drone controller. Now you have a full size yeah. big screen. It's yeah. great.
0: Do you see a crease in the middle there when you're looking at it? I I mean when you show it, I don't see anything, it looks great.
1: No, right? I mean if you kind of hold at the edge and you look at it, you'll see, it. but it's like everything, you know, once the screen's up, you really don't notice it. Yeah. Uh, there, there's yeah, it's not it's not an not an issue. Listen,
0: everybody knows my love of monitors, right? I have 12 <laughs> monitors down here. I love screen real estate. That's I watched you going through this experience with it. And it was one of those things that really stopped me from one, I'm an iPhone user. uh, But two really stopped me from like, Oh, I don't know if the fold is ready yet. And do you feel like, have they given up on the fold or are they going to keep, are they going to keep trying on this thing to get it more reliable?
1: No, no. I think they're going to keep going because, you know, I follow Reddit, you know, and on the galaxy fold subreddit, and you know it's like everything. You know, only then happy people really you know engage the most. Yeah. You know, my experience the full three, the full four, all this. You know, I'm in the minority. You know, you know, certain you know purple, white, and orange shipper. I am not the only one in that one. Now, I'll tell you yeah. what they have yeah. lost. A, there's been a lot of people to complain That's about tough. that. But, you know, first, it's mostly Samsung, and you know, and then, you know, Google, you know, the Pixel Fold came out, and then the OnePlus Fold, which actually got great reviews, you know, kind of being a more, uh, you know, kind of nice combination, you know, because the Pixel Fold is shorter, wider, whereas this is taller, more narrow. And so the OnePlus uh, Open, I believe they call it, actually kind of got those things a little bit more right. I think you'll probably actually see more folds because, you know, the the iPhone I just sent back. I bought a, a 15 Pro Max, and I used it to go to Vegas. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't really see any difference between that and my 14 Pro Max. Yeah. So I, so I took yeah. it, you know, took it back. Um, uh, you know, but this, you know, the fold, yes, lots of utility. That thing was probably sixteen hundred dollars. You yeah. know, you get a good trade in. Often, you know, you can like trade in any phone of any value, and you can kind of get this you know, down, but like I say, no, love the concept. Yeah. It's just a yeah. messaging app failure that killed it for me.
0: Yeah, me too. Joe says in chat, he says, I've been mostly happy with the Pixel 6 and 8 Pro. The fingerprint sensor is trash, but messaging mm-hmm. has been solid recently. Um, Sarah is on a Pixel and she's on Fi. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm on an iPhone 12 uh, on uh, on on T-Mobile. Sammy, my daughter's on a 13 on T-Mobile. We Mm -hmm. message each other either via text or Messenger or recently Discord. That has become kind of the instant, you know, the messaging among Mm -hmm. us as we have a family Discord group. Mm -hmm. But I'm, you know, a lot of folks, I'm in that window to upgrade for the iPhone right now where I probably, if I'm going to do it, I should probably, probably have already done it, to be honest. But Mm -hmm. I'm in that upgrade window. It's working great. I think I'm actually going to hold on to it for a couple more years. And yeah. then I think, I list, I think, yeah, well, well, we'll have to see. I may go fi uh, on the next go around. I had such a problem with Galaxy phones in the early days, heating up to the temperature of the sun when I would use them. Like mm-hmm. I'd get three hours of battery life. I mean, I just had some really bad early Galaxy phones. Since I've been on the iPhone, got an Apple Watch. I have a Mac, although I don't use my phone between the Mac like a lot of people do. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of go, I kind of go, well, if it didn't, you know, there's nothing between my phone and the Mac that's making me think, Oh, I got to have an iPhone. The Apple Watch is nice for that. Um, Yeah. Okay. My, my watch unlocks the, the, you know, the PC from time to time, whatever. But it would be, I'm probably ripe for disruption at this point to, you know, from a phone perspective, I'd like to get a couple more. These things have gotten so expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd like to get a couple more years to, to kind of, I just paid $650 for new glasses <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'd like, and they don't do anything. They're, they're not smart at all. That's the, that's the 650 used to be a lot for a cell phone. Now I have mm-hmm. glasses that are that expensive and they don't, you know, they're not smart at all. Um, so I, you know, maybe I'll hold off.
1: Yeah, yeah, I went with the, the Apple Watch Ultra. I mean, the battery, yeah. you know, oh, it'll yeah. last a day or two. It's pretty cool. But otherwise, yeah. I'm like, yeah. OK, it's a watch because seeing the text messages and actually work when we get emissions, they kind of text them through a, you know, kind of encrypted chat program. That's how we get them. Yeah. So yeah. being able to notice it, not just yeah. on the phone, but there's very helpful. You know, I had the uh, the Pixel 6 Pro. I had it just a very short time. I sent it back. I had a Pixel 7 Pro. I actually liked it. The pi- Pixel pictures. I mean, smash iPhone. That may not be a popular opinion, but for me, their color science, their palette is superior to any. But I did have a pretty significant problem on the Seven Pro with the tensor overheating.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, I mean, especially the worst offender if you started running Google Photos. Interestingly enough, that that phone would be you couldn't hold it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had the same problem on the old galaxies. It was hot get on a plane and i'd travel and by the time i would get to my destination that phone was burning a hole in my pocket and the battery would be dead hmm. you know and you'd be like uh, this shouldn't be i put it in an airplane mode yeah, you know or or whatever right um yeah. how do you like that how do you like that ultra is it the ultra two just the one the one just the one and how do you like that seems like hold that up for me i want to i want to like that seems like and then show the side profile of that thing it seems like that seems, Tony. That seems pretty thick to me. Like when I look at that, how how's that function? It's fine because
1: we went to Best Buy. You know, my son, who's an Apple fanboy to the extreme, just giving me grief about Android every day. Yeah, and even yeah. now, I'm like, dude, I got a Mac Studio, I have an Ultra, I have a Pro Max, I have an iPad Pro. What else is it you want out of me? <laughs> But I did put on just kind of the standard uh, 45 millimeter, maybe Apple watch. And then this, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm old. Can't see. Yeah. This is definitely the way to go. And I don't worry about the battery, you know, so it's definitely, it's not too big for me. And I don't have the world's biggest arms.
0: What features on it are you using the most? Do you think?
1: Like I say, battery by far, screen size, certainly for sure. And, you know, the way it, you know, projects, you know, your text and so forth, I had to kind of look at the, you know, the health and fitness once in a while, but that's kind of definitely the back door for me. Almost never use the apps that all the apps that come with it,
0: man, I don't use those. There were some old watches back in the day. Let's before I used to hang out with a bunch of tech guys from Oracle and the watches they wore mattered like they and they buy some really expensive non-smart this is the days before smart watches oh yeah and they were in these i mean they were in these five to a thousand to two thousand dollar watches that they were wearing would you would you buy you know the ultras. that's an eight hundred dollar watch right would you would you buy a non-smart eight hundred dollar rolex and wear it like oh
1: i'd i'd love watches Okay. I mean, I have, yeah. I have, you know, I have some older ones. I got a very nice citizen. Ask, is it citizen? But anyway, I can really appreciate a nice dress watch. So yeah, if I found one, I don't really have many of them, okay. but I can definitely see the value because they are timeless. Hey, hey you're Good. the guy that bought that, you know, Apple watch generation one for $10,000. How's that working yeah. out for you?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. That's yeah. very true. Well, here's, here's what I struggle with is I wear the watch to get all the tracking. If I'm going to go out for an evening, do I really want to switch over to a Rolex and lose all the step and fitness? Not not that I'm doing fitness, right? But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's one of those kinds of things, you know, like I never want to switch watches. And so even if I had, I have a really nice watch that I bought kind of before this whole watch craze that I used to wear. Mm -hmm. I never wear it anymore because I'm wearing my Apple watch all the time. So if you had a nice watch... Are, do you switch that watch out with other watches, or do you wear that full time now?
1: No, no I, I actually even sleep in it for sleep tracking. Yeah. I don't find it bothersome because maybe in the afternoon I'll get home every couple of days or so. It charges pretty quickly, and the thing about it, they have so many bands for it. Actually, kind of like you know, kind of what you're used to the the metal adjustable bands, leather bands, where it does look a little nicer even get a little guard, you know, to kind of tone down this, you know, the kind of silver accents if you want. Yeah. So you can still wear it. You know, it looks nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah well, I'm on a four. Um, Brian in chat says I plan to upgrade my Apple watch six after, uh, for the next ultra model in the fall. Uh, I've got a four. I'm i I'm also in this boat where like I paid, I think I paid 400, maybe 450 for this four, which I thought was ridiculous for a watch Mm -hmm. now you know the ultra is coming in 800 but tony i'm i i may also i may be in that boat where i'm like well should i probably just wait for the watch to fail Mm -hmm. uh before i before i go with the new one
1: well you kind of well maybe you're not ready to ask that question yet you're talking about simplification
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
1: and that's me Mm -hmm. because recently you know like this is you know, I got two Nooks. I got a PCI built 10 years ago, still that still kills it. Two JBODs. I've got a NAS, I had yeah. Lily, a Pixel 7, a Pixel 7 Pro yeah. in the closet, a Fold 4, multiple watches. I'm like, time out, time out. We got we gotta simplify mm. this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, now I have the studio, which is it's pretty neat. I get the, the little spinning beach ball thing a lot more than I ever thought I would, you know. Really? So, yeah, really? buddy. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Because especially wow. this, you know, there's a lot I do like about Mac. I don't think it's all that great or right. better than Windows, to be very honest. But I, if I po- try to run, like, even Finder, any programs that point to folders with a lot of files, it does not like that mm. whatsoever. Mm. But as I was talking about earlier, you know, before we came open, you know, hey, I got the studio, I can run Mac OS, now I'm running also Windows 11 inside Parallels, which yeah. really works very well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I installed oh, it yeah. and installed Windows in a matter of minutes. I can spin up a Linux distro or distro and try it. It's kind yeah. of like one little thing in, in my NAS, and I'm good to go.
0: the The best version of Windows may, might be running on a Mac.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> you know. Good. Actually, Picasso runs better in Parallels on Windows inside the Mac inside than Windows it does on the does. Windows computer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet it does. I bet mm-hmm. it does. Yeah, and I've got this Mac Mini, uh, you know, the first version of it. And, um, you know, there's, they'll probably come out with a 3 this fall, which I may upgrade to. I've got a really nice PC that I built, you know, two winters mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. or last cool. winter, I guess, at this point. And uh, I feel pretty good about it. And I like having both. I mean, I could run Parallels on my Mac, but Mm -hmm. I like having both. They, they have their place, you know, they, they do their things. I can have them, you know, I can be like, oh, I definitely need to run that on the Mac or no, I need to, I need to run this on my PC. And I like having both available to me, you know, now you're doing it through Parallels. Mm -hmm. So that works out, that works out pretty well, but uh, no, super cool. But the other thing. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. uh,
1: like I say, I still have I have you know the two monitors on this monitor. I can either elect to run from the Nook or my you know kind of home-built PC. And I use a pro and I then when I bought my keyboard and my Logitech mouse, Logitech Flow, where it can flow between the ones, and but you actually have to select on the mouse which one you want to be. I actually found a program called Share Mouse. Mm. And what it does, it basically has an agent on each one, and it is so much easier to use. Then, you know, using Logitech Flow yeah. and just, and they actually have a free version and everything, just the keyboard, the mouse just kind of goes between the mouse between the PC and the Mac so easily.
0: Yeah. There's a program called Synergy that does that same thing for keyboard yep. and mouse that I use on the Mac and then the Windows runs clients and mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. get, I can get to any of the five PCs I have there. Yeah, I've, I've used that one before. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Works out works out pretty well. We opened the show with the question, can you have too many gadgets? We never really answered it. Uh, we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about it, but after I heard all the things that you just rattled off, do yeah. you have too many gadgets? I mean, there are too many. Uh, do you feel like it's an overwhelming number of things that you have? Uh, yeah. I, I
1: yeah, it, it, yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. You know, right now, you know, like, especially like, Twitter, I will never call it X. You know, everything is a <laughs> click, everything is a clickbait, everything is what's better, what's yeah. better. Don't believe the hype. You know, it's like, and that's why I was kind of like, you know what? I just need I just need to simplify. You know, back in the day, you build your home server, you know, you hack your Apple TV, you know, to run Plex and all those things. And nowadays, I just don't have time for that. Don't want yeah. that. I don't I don't need to have an iPhone for the family. And I was literally had a second line. So I could either take so I could take the physical SIM and run uh, either on the fold or the Pixel 7 Pro like this is crazy. You know, you got to simplify because one thing people forgot or forget about a lot is, you know, clutter is actually pr- promotes mental health problems. Mm. The more simple your life is, the better your life will be. And that's why it's selling all that stuff off. Trying to you know to kind of uh, you know kind of put everything on just one machine, make everything easier. Because like say yeah, it's kind of alluded to earlier. You know you need to live the moment, yeah. taking pictures and videos. Get rid of all this stuff. You don't need it. Yeah, you know? yeah. You can't have too many gadgets.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think you know? You just said a statement that was interesting. You know, back think back ten years ago when we were all home. You know. Doing yeah. Things, doing things. <laughs> We had, we found plenty of time to do, and the technology wasn't a third as good as it is now. I mean, Mm -hmm, setting up a home server today is drop dead simple. Like, Mm -hmm. one, you can buy a Synology or QNAP or any of those, right? No, don't buy QNAP. Don't buy QNAP. All right. So, but (laughs) there's lots of different ways to get that done, right? Right. Um, You can make a Windows, you can make regular Windows work for that purpose if you wanted to in a lot of ways. Um, there's, there's things like Unraid that do it, right? There's a bunch of other kinds of, so we have more options than we've ever had. And yet I find it, what you said, the generation that, that was with us when we were doing Home Server Show just Mm kind of goes, I don't know if I want to do all that work anymore. Mm -hmm. What do you think, what do you think changed in the last decade with us that, you know, we used to tinker you know think of Paul Brennan right he has a site tinker try we used to mm. tinker with all that stuff and really enjoyed it today we're kind of like mm, i don't know well, if i want to spend all that time i don't what changed tony what do you think what well, happened on that? I, I think i think a lot of i think about dave
1: dave McCabe, you know yeah 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 Dave you know doesn't do all that anymore, but why does Dave not do that anymore? He knows there's more important things <laughs> his family, his yeah. children he's he's into yeah. woodwork and so forth you know yeah. some a yeah. lot of these things like you said they just work we don't have to make them work. I won't tell you on parallels I actually still have the install distro with uh home server that I was going to spin <laughs> up <laughs> but that's a different yeah. story
0: <laughs> yeah
1: but right now, yeah. you know, I work seven on seven off. You know, I'm married late. My kids are young. My week off, take the kids to school, go do their things. Help. There's more important stuff than all that. You know, you'll never one day on your deathbed say, I wish I had more gadgets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish I had kept all that data on my home server got it back. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I asked myself that question a lot, you know, where I was super passionate about building and keeping all that stuff and having it. Today, you're kind of like, and I wonder if in that day, there just weren't, you know, we didn't have cloud options like we have today. And today, all that stuff just works, right? You just load it to, you were saying, you know, you load it to Amazon, you load it to Google Drive, you load it right. And it, for the most part, it's doing a lot of those things for us. Where well, some we of do it. That. <laughs> They yeah, well, no, for
1: sure. Crash plan dead, BitCasa dead, Amazon drive yeah. dead, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're no. back to on prim again. Here we go.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Now all that stuff is true. Yeah, it. I, I don't know. I think about it a lot. I, I think the shows I do now are much different than the shows that we used to do 10 years ago. You know, home uh, Home Gadget Geeks is 13 years old. If I go back to 10 years ago, they're very tech. You know, they're very nerdy. Now mm-hmm. they're more dad technology, where we just use the stuff. We talk about how we use it, not necessarily the technology behind it or the, the code or the development. I have Gavin on. He's coming on here in a couple of weeks. He's still writing code for, you know, he's writing code for uh, Home Assistant.
1: And mm-hmm. I just think,
0: that's the last thing I'd ever want to do is write is right code for the stuff. So I don't know, maybe we're just getting old.
1: Yeah. Like just uh, like you know, home automation and all that, I was kind of into that. And then that just kind of withered away. Now I do a simple control the lights and God, I must, <laughs> and I wanted to, to mention on this show, you know, talking about all the foibles of the delivery and the foldable phones on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was one other time that Gavin Campbell was right. I should have listened to Gavin <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> So during um you know COVID, the kids did virtual school. My son, of course, wanted a MacBook Air. Oh, gotta have the MacBook. Bought my daughter one also. She goes, Oh no, I don't like that. I want a Windows computer. So I bought my wife and daughter both um uh, surface laptops. Mm. Gavin says, Don't do it. Yeah. Gavin was Gavin was right. <laughs> Had a ton of problems oh. with those devices. Yeah. Gavin was right.
0: Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Joe, uh, Joe in chat says, uh, there's still a lot of people doing it. Just younger people than us. <laughs> maybe, maybe we just grew up, Tony. Maybe we just grew up and got old and we're like, yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't, yeah. I still, listen, I still enjoy, there's a lot of integrations that I still enjoy and I still love having all the technology on my desk and I'm running home assistant. And I've got an Unraid server and, um, you know, I'm running a lot of home automation and I'm always kind of thinking I got crypto. I still have some crypto stuff running. So I still love all that stuff. Mm-hmm, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. So what do you what are you bring it up there? This is one thing I think
1: you commented, you know, about technology everywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so yeah. this is a
1: stethoscope and it's actually electronic. And it's using tech, I don't know if you can quite call it AI. And the idea is that on the stethoscope, when you put it on the patient's chest, you can actually see the EKG tracing the heart oh, rate. Oh, wow. Yeah, but the wow. other thing, it'll actually interpret the heart murmur. Oh. Yeah, and the other thing is, to my, you know, because at work, let me find I think I had it on the desk here somewhere. Well, anyway, I had a did set you, of... Did a, you just pull the head of that thing off of there? Well, I was getting ready to show you. <laughs> yeah, I actually have some bone-conducting headphones, but this thing is also Bluetooth. So for, like, you know, as far as cleanliness and so forth, you can connect this... Oh, wow. You can connect it to your Bluetooth earbuds and so forth. And you can actually um, listen to the patient without actually having all the stuff, you know, actually the traditional yeah. tubing yeah. in your ears and so forth. And also what it can do is it will sync to your phone. And if you so desire, you could share it with the patient. Wow. Yeah, I don't know where. I thought I, for a second I actually had my um, Shox bone conducting headphones because I wear those at work all yeah. the
0: time. Do you think we get to a day where you've, where we have a VR headset? That's not what we have today. Obviously that's not, that's not Mm -hmm. sustainable, but Mm -hmm. something that's on your head, that's got earbuds in, and you know, you've got a device like that, that you pull out and put on the patient and it starts reading real time stuff. And then you start seeing things Mm -hmm. that, that are maybe AI generated that give you some indication of. The patient's health?
1: Well, th- this, uh, this is actually a little bit different. There for about a year, I worked in a hospital in the mountains of North Carolina. And so I was the only provider there. And, you know, being a physician assistant, you have to be supervised by a doctor. And so every few days we kind of round together. What it was, you know, was actually a little cart with the camera and he could see the patient. It had, uh, a so it had actually had a stethoscope you could put on the patient's chest. He could quote, listen to them. And, you know, so i yeah, feel like kind of, kind of ultimate telemedicine, if you will.
0: When, uh, a week after my surgery in December, um, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. got food poisoning. Oh God. So I was, uh, I was just, um, I was, I got sicker than a dog and I had been only out of surgery for a week
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and I'm in the bathroom mm-hmm. heaving my, you know, just, you know, food poisoning. It, it's, not over until your body gets all of it out. Right. Uh And at one point I'm having trouble breathing and I am, um, you know, I (laughs) am, I am, I can't, I'm sweating. And, uh, Tony, I thought I was going to die for the first time in my life. I thought this is it. Something has broken loose in my, you know, my prostate area and I'm bleeding internally and I'm going into shock and I'm going to die on the bathroom floor. So I say to Sarah, call 911. (laughs) I Mm -hmm, never mm -hmm. thought I'd ever say that Mm -hmm. that word, call 911. Well, they came in and did an EKG on me, but they did the old school, you know, open it up, and they're trying to stick diodes. Is that what they called? Electrodes. 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 They're trying to stick electrodes. And I'm sweating so profusely, they're just falling off. And at Mm -hmm. one point, I'm actually holding them on with (laughs) this this thing like this to kind of hold them on. Would a stethoscope like that have been that you showed me, would that have done a similar in what, you know, just put it on me? Would that have done a similar job of, of pulling well, EKG?
1: Well, so this, actually, so when you do uh, uh, an EKG, you can do more, but the standard is 12 leads. This is okay. just kind of one pathway, if you will. Okay. Okay. So the only no, mom not, that, that so one. not a extreme.
0: standard EKG. Not I was. No. It was so funny because he must have gone through. The next day, I looked in the trash and there was like forty <laughs> of the stickers. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And he just the poor guy just kept sticking them on and it'd drop off and he'd put a new one on and it would drop off and so mm-hmm. at the end of the day they were like, Uh, "You're good. Like EKG is good. Your heart looks good." Your breathing's good. We can't find anything in your lungs. Uh, your blood pressure's fine. Uh, everything looks good. You're just going to have to weather the storm. <laughs> it's kind of mm. what he said to me, right? He goes, We could yeah. take you into the hospital, but then you're going to be monitored there. Chances are, you know, um, chances are you're just going to need to write it out here. And I, I said, I, I think I'll just write it out here. And that was six hours before I, it was finished. Like it was a long night. It was awful, Tony. It was the worst experience I've ever gone through. Yeah. GI illness is a big thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The body, the body's pretty serious about getting rid of that stuff. And it, it just, unfortunately my daughter, we both had the beef. We ordered out that night. We had beef. Uh Sarah got the chicken. So she ended up getting, she didn't get it, but we got it. It must've been in the meat. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was awful. But it was an interesting, you know, it was one of those experiences when you think about medical and medical field and technology, as you were showing me that, I was like, oh, man, how much easier that would have been. You know, I've got the AFib thing on my watch. Oh, oh God, no, oh God, don't do that. No. Is that, that's not a good thing? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Don't, don't go to your cardiologist said, hey, my
1: watch said I had AFib. Yeah, don't do that.
0: <laughs> really? Like, wouldn't they? Well, but,
1: I, I mean, mean, you can run I mean not, 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 not saying you shouldn't do that, but they will definitely do medical grade equipment to validate. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't you think though, some of that stuff could be good just as early, early warning, or at least to, to, it's better than nothing, right? For Mm -hmm. some people who don't ever go to the doctor, it might be a better. (laughs) Yeah, half the popular
1: people call men. (laughs) (laughs) No, right. I I tell you what
0: though, and I'll end it on this. Um, When I started posting about prostate surgery, I have had a dozen guys say to me, I went and got you know, I went and get, after I read your stuff and I, th- I went and got a, I went and got an exam or I went and scheduled a physical or I went and right. And I was like, good. I'm glad that that inspired you to, to get it, you know, to get it checked out. You, you, you know, you had mentioned earlier an, an example of where it was an extreme example of it and that kind of stuff. Guys, mm-hmm. it's just too easy to put off, you know, and, mm-hmm. and don't. <laughs> It's so easy. Yes, it's super uncomfortable. (laughs) It Mm. is. Trust Mm. me. This, listen, I've been probed and poked and things jammed up areas that we don't want to talk about in both ways. And it's uncomfortable, but I'm glad I've I've done it. I was telling you in pre-show, I've got some function back that I didn't, I haven't had since, well, maybe ever, Uh, you know, And, and you're like, oh, this is pretty great. So, don't put that stuff off, right? I mean, get in there, get it checked. You're in the field. It's always better preventative than mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it's a disaster, right? Yeah,
1: I'll I will get on this soapbox for a moment. Most yeah. Uh, yeah. listeners to this show are probably middle age or more. <laughs> yeah, you are you are in the age you should be monitoring your blood pressure, screen for cholesterol, diabetes, prostate check colon cancer screening, which most organizations now say you should start at 45, unless there's a reason to start earlier. One of my classmates just died after about a three-month illness. I think she was 44 of colon cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there's, and what you don't realize, there's a lot of these screens are, because they're trying to basically get most people who will have the diseases at those ages will get most benefit but you just simply can't ignore all these things. You need right. to see a doctor and Hey, everything is great. And if not, you find things earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I, I do a new colon screening that's done at home with a stool sample as opposed mm-hmm. to And if it shows anything, then I'll mm-hmm. be, I'll go back in for a colonoscopy, but it, mm-hmm. that colonoscopy is pretty invasive in it. And it, it, a lot of folks won't do it because it's so invasive, right? Well, there's they have some screening things that you can do a- ahead of them. Mm-hmm. If you have a family, if you have a history of family colon cancer, you should absolutely mm-hmm. be checked. Yeah, you sure. Have, yeah,
1: if you have a family history, they traditionally, I believe, will want you screened 10 years prior to that person being diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I have a history of diabetes in my family, and so I'm really careful about some of those things. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean I always do best on my diet. I could do a lot better with mm-hmm, those, mm-hmm. but I'm getting checked regularly. So anyways, yeah, going through that experience, I had some folks reach out to me and just say, um, <laughs> say, thanks for, I, like, I'm going in now to get a full, you know, to, for a, for a physical, just a physical Mm-hmm. You know, of, and, and make sure they're doing that. Joe says, yeah, it's the prep that sucks. <laughs> it does. It's horrible. It's horrible.
1: Yeah. Remember horrible. the colonoscopy itself is they give you usually one or two medicines and you go into a very twilight. You don't know anything about the no. call. You wake up with amnesia yeah. from the colonoscopy. It's the prep, yeah. which is yeah. still better than having colon cancer. I guarantee yes. you.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, right on watching my neighbor go through. He's still he's coming up i think tomorrow he's coming up on his fifth round of chemo and he's got one more and Mm -hmm. i think i think i've said this on this show before i think i was a little cavalier about that before i was like ah bring it on you know i i'm young whatever no no i don't have that that cancer sucks it's really bad and he's Mm -hmm. he is he is he's doing a good job i mean he's a young guy he's he's not that much older than me so he's he's doing pretty well getting through it but would not want to go through what he's going through. So get gentlemen, get get yourself checked. <laughs> get I can't, checked. I can't say enough. Get yourself <laughs> checked. You see the Tony, you probably see it often when it hasn't been checked or they're it's that it's the worst stage, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not just the simple things, uncontrolled blood pressure. You had a stroke, uncontrolled diabetes, you know, you're you're on dialysis, you're you're right. basically losing toes and things like that. Yeah. You know, you don't, when I first started in this area, there was a young lady. I will never forget her. She was 32. She'd been on dialysis for three or four years. She goes, I said, why? She goes, due to blood pressure. She goes, I was in my twenties. I never thought about checking my blood pressure. Well, she's on dialysis and she died by 35. Yeah. Due to yeah. uncontrolled blood pressure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the coolest gadgets we bought, I've said this before on the show, is that little, is a home blood pressure um, mm-hmm. monitor. And we, we actually pull it out from time to time and gamify it like, mm-hmm. okay, who has the blood pressure? And yeah, it's, is it the most accurate? Probably not. Yeah. Is it, would it be a early warning indicator? Absolutely. If you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that seems a little high, you know, What's mm-hmm. uh, tech deal.
1: As I tell them, you feel good today, you feel good tomorrow. And then one day you don't. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of just kind of switches over. <laughs> and uh, it's just funny because my son, Tim, when he comes over, he pulls all those things out and he, he puts it on. And then of course, because he did it, I need to do it to see where my blood pressure is. <laughs> and it's just kind of, it, it's, it, I, it's a good, those kinds of things. we got some good health gadgetry down to some of the stats that you get on your watch. I know the Garmin version has this <laughs> John, John, well, allegedly John Biggs has a Garmin watch that has this health battery and it kind of, it, they do this thing where they try to say, Hey, your, your body battery is set up. And I think he said on the show, he can tell when he's starting to get sick because that battery, that health battery or that body battery starts to drop a little bit. And he can go, Oh, I'm probably going to get sick here in the next day or two. And uh, that's kind of, I mean, that stuff's pretty cool. If we can have a better indication of our health, with some of the gadgets that we have, Mm -hmm. you know? So, well, all right, Tony, thanks. Always good to have you on. Thanks for coming back on and enjoying the conversation with you. Always good to catch up with some of the, some of the uh, older guys who've been hanging around around a long time. And, uh, and thanks for listening. Thanks for participating. You're always out there in chat. Thanks for all the fun stuff we see from you on Twitter, as well as the other, yeah. The stuff that you do and you talk about always great to have you in the chat room when you show up live and uh and, and just appreciate you being around the community so long. I don't know why you keep listening, but you still do. So thank you for, <laughs> thanks for doing that. It, it It's fun. I don't, I don't think I ever thought I'd get to 600. We didn't make a big deal about it tonight, but we're here and I think we'll keep going. I don't know. You, would you stay around if I, if I go to 700, will you keep listening? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I guess I got to make them. I guess I got to make them. Well, Tony, thanks for coming on. Can you hang around for a few minutes as we close sure, this thing up? 100%. If you got any, if you got any questions, if you're listening live, you got any other questions for Tony, drop them in chat. We'll cover them in the post show. A <laughs> couple reminders on the way out. Uh, join us in the discord group. I mentioned that a little bit earlier, that friendliest group on the web, the discord. You can leave me a message. If you got a message for the show, do that home gadget There's a little, um, blue microphone icon that you can, you can check and leave a message. 30 seconds, I think, is the limit on that. The Average TV platform, both web and media hosting powered by Ma- Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. Of course, you know that's Christian. If you need hosting for any reason, check it out. Home uh, Maple Grove, there it is. Check it out, MapleGrovePartners.com. And, uh, and he can do just about anything for you. If you got uh, any, um, if you want to contact me for any reason, you can send the show an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. And uh, you know what? I haven't heard from some of you in a while. I'd love to hear from you. Neil, I haven't heard from you in a while. (laughs) Send me an email. I want to, I want to hear from you. I I could use a little email feedback from you guys and hear from you. I want to make sure you're okay. With Tony on the show, it's always good. I want to make sure you guys are okay and that Mm -hmm. your health is doing well. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv/live. Um, taking next week off, so if you're listening live, no show next week. I have six—I have a six podcast set to record next week for work, and one of those is Thursday night, so it, it'll be during the same time as this. So I have to cancel. But uh, we're back the next week with Gavin. We mentioned him a little bit earlier. He'll be back. And I need to get Erin back on here as well. She's she's kind of due, so we'll have to get her back in the fold. And uh, love to have you join us live for the show. If you're listening live, stay around for a little bit of a post-show. With that, we'll say goodbye.